Don't worry about me. We got cocaine and coffee here. We're going to get wide and have a big party. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike, the Crawdad Crawford. What's up, buddy? What up, my guy? How you living? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. For the most part, you know, life has its days, but we here. It looks like you have boxer shorts hanging on your uh, <laughs> on your chair. I just noticed. <laughs> you didn't have to move it. It just looked like boxer nope, shorts. Just- just another star, it's baby. You just know. a dirt rag. Just another star. That's oh, a sweatshirt. Gross. You're gonna need that soon. You're gonna need that when you go outside because you live on the East Coast where it's cold. I probably right. need that today if I go outside. It's I cold live already. in Cali, dude. I went out uh, on Friday the other night for my sister's birthday. Went and met mm-hmm. up with my older sisters in Venice. Um, and while I was driving, there was this little robot driving down the road (laughs) and it said, Coco, have you heard about this Coco? It started in California, but I guess it's expanded to like Texas and maybe other places. I didn't really research. I don't know that specific name, but I knew y'all had the food delivery. Yeah. The little food delivery. And it's like, you just, it's somebody's job to be a remote control car driver. And then I was like, man, how do you just get people from not jacking those on the street? But you have to have, like, the QR code or whatever to open it, unless you have a crowbar. But, um... (laughs) Or a gun. Why do you need a gun to open things? That's, like, the dumbest... I'm just saying, you can shoot the lock. Whatever's locking it. Shoot the lock? There is no lock. It's like you open it and close it with an app on your phone. So if what you I'm don't saying, have if you that, don't have the app, you can break whatever gun will go through anything. So you can break yeah, but it's a, okay. Hang on a second, Mister. I just shoot at everything. There's I'm a not lid. Shoot at everything. I'm just saying that's always an okay. Option. There's a lid on the top that has a hinge on one side, so it just opens. So there's no lock on it. The lock is internal. You can't exactly. see the lock. It's just yeah, so it's somewhere you in the know box. Where, the lock has to be somewhere where the leg closes, bro. So just yes. shoot it. So, okay, and then what if you miss because you can't you know, see where the lock is? What do you do then? Just some, keep shooting it? Over. Duh. Why? That's that's like option 75,000. <laughs> that's not option even one. I mean, Seven. If you have a just gun because you have a gun instead of a crowbar one. in your car doesn't mean that that's what you should use first. You'd have better Ooh. luck with your fingernails than a gun. <laughs> Or you might hit it the first shot and be... Oh, gosh. Yeah, or you might just be the luckiest person in the world trying to get a $20 pizza for no good reason. (laughs) Exactly. Shoot the tires first, Mike. Don't let it get away. (laughs) You're You're a maniac for no good reason. Won't you just... Won't you just find the controller guy and rob him and tell him to open it and take the food? Because he's at an office. He's at an office controller? Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to... 
do a hostage situation, you're going to call the office and be like, hey, man, open the lid or the cocoa gets it. I thought they had to be within a certain distance. I didn't know they were sitting at an office, bro. What do you think? They're riding this with a remote control? That would be like an ATV. That would be not Mm -hmm. remote control whatsoever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just going around Mm -hmm. shooting things that move. That's how we got in this mess, Mike. I'm not shooting any robots scare me though. Uh, okay, so when so they have these little robot things. They they can go within like two miles of the establishment or whatever. And basically it's like the establishment kind of runs them or like has a couple at their thing and they scan the code when they need it to go and then somebody picks it up and controls them. I think that's how it goes. I didn't pay too much attention because I don't care that much. What I do care about though is when are they going to start doubling down on this test-driving, self-driving cars thing and just start throwing food in the back of them? That way I could get something that's like 40 miles away, 20 miles Mm -hmm. away, and I don't have to leave my couch. I think the self-driving car thing is on the shelf for a minute after what happened. Like They were were hitting stuff and all that. I think they got to go back in. Hey, man, when I want Dinah's chicken, I want Dinah's chicken, okay? I want to drive down mm-hmm. to LAX to go get it. By the way, Dinah's is the best be, fried chicken. It's not going to be any good by the time it gets to you. That's not true. What? That's not true. That's how good Dinah's chicken is. I've had it an hour later after it's been sitting out. Because I used to install glass right up. Like our office was maybe like two miles away from Dinah's chicken. Right off of like Jefferson and... No. Watsy hair. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway. Dinah's chicken's the shit. And we used to work <laughs> there all the time. Okay? So, when we would work there, they would we would always want to be on that call. We hope we got the Dinah's chicken call because we want we would always get free lunch. If you did a good job. If you didn't do a good job, they're hardcore like that. They're like, mm, okay. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Thanks for kind of helping. Get out of here. So yeah, I usually got lunch is one thing, which was great. And we would usually eat it when it was done. Like they'd be like, oh, you're almost done and bring us out of plate. And it's like, oh, great. But yeah, we still got to clean up and like make sure everything's secured properly and all this. So, you know, we'd usually eat it like on the way back to the shop or something like that, which was like 45 minutes an hour later and still delicious. I also almost saw somebody get killed at Dinah's. Not in the way that you would think. Well, what I'm saying is it would have been right in the backseat of a car that probably has no AC because why would AC be running or heat be running in a car that is drive by? Why nobody? do I want air conditioning cooling down my fried chicken? Or heat, keeping it warm, whichever way you want to do it. Insulate the trunk. Who's probably going to be sitting in the passenger seat or the driver's seat? Being the Nobody the is. Car. It's a self-driving car. Exactly. So the food's probably going to be sitting like when someone put it in there, they ain't going to put it in the trunk. They're going to well, put it yeah, in the front seat. Mike, if that's a standard operating procedure, then yes, they will. If the procedure is pop the trunk that's insulated with the, you know, personal bag stuff, whatever, your keep it cold or warm type of deal, just put that in the whole lining of the trunk. Do you know how many Done. rules there are when you're out doing Instacart or DoorDash or what? Hub, Grubhub? What? what? 
There's so many rules. You're supposed to have one of those insulated bags. You're supposed to put the food in the those. The trunk is insulated. Have- Brother, check. Listen. What's the be- next before, one? Before I finish, just listen. Okay. Closely. So they, they provide those bags, insulated bags, both Grubhub and DoorDash. Instacart, you can buy them. All right? Because you're supposed to have those being that you're transporting frozen groceries and stuff like that. Ask me how many I own. Zero. I do all those companies. Ask me how many I own. Zero. Absolutely none, which means that even if the proceeding procedure is to put it in the trunk, how many people you think going to put it somewhere other than the trunk that are just like me who don't obey Mike, rules? do you not understand ding, ding, ding. how technology works? You can make it to where the doors are locked, and once the self-driving car gets to the destination, A, a la the restaurant of choice, only the trunk pops. Boop. <laughs> Guess what? You're going to get rid of that fucking food any chance you get. You're going to stick it in whatever door's open. Trunk, thank you very much. Gone. <laughs> Mike, it's easier than easy. I'm just curious when they're going to collab. That's all I'm saying. And then it also has to sit in the traffic. So one hour might not be enough. You might be looking at like two. Okay, two so then maybe not Dinah's. Maybe we start with like chilies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody really cares about chilies food. Okay, you know, have an ice box on the side so you can stash some beers in there. You know, chilies, chilies and Google making things happen. We we just figured it out for them, man. You just present it to Uber Eats and let them go ahead. Yeah, the problem is they'd want to pay me in free chilies and I'd be like, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take a hard pass on that. Definitely. Well, I don't want no free chili, man. We can afford, we can afford chili. Speaking of affording stuff, I got a sale on gas the other day. You need a sale on gas. I saw somebody post like the gas price in Cali. Yeah. What is it like six sixty nine? I saw. Dude, <laughs> it literally well, it's gone up like forty cents in a day in the past couple of days. Like, <laughs> like one of like my old people, that I, old people that I old people that I used to li- live near. I saw a post and it was like, I filled up my car in the morning at, you know, five ninety nine. My wife went an hour later and it was six oh nine. And then like at the end of the day it was like almost six forty. It's like bananas. Hey bro. Bro. Do y'all have like a, a secret war going on or something over there? Like what the hell? Yeah. It, it's the war against L.A. Because it's like, what do we have? We have a drought in L.A. Okay. Uh, what's with all this wa- abundance of water that they don't know what to do with in Northern California? Oh, we have uh, brownouts, rolling brownouts in here for electricity. Huh. I wonder what we could do. Maybe we could, instead of this stupid subway system that's never going to happen, maybe we could direct some funds to funnel some of that water down to Southern California, <laughs> put it in some hydro power plants, <laughs> and some filtered stations. Let's just start solving problems with all the weed money that they don't know what to do with. It's like a gas station. They're only allotted to make so much money. I don't know if you know this. Gas stations are only allowed to make so much profit before they have to reinvest in the business. That's why if you see your favorite gas station, like, why are they always doing construction? It's because they're making money hand over fist. And by law, <laughs> they have to spend a certain amount since they determine their own prices. Just to give you a little window. That being said, I did learn something with that because our gas ain't going up, like ain't going up over here. So what the hell is it? Just a Cali thing. But you know what the problem is? You know why the gas keeps going up in Cali? Tell me. 
because of y'all governor trying to give out reparations. He got to get that money from somewhere, bro. He's got to get that. He's gonna Take it from the weed money. <laughs> At least half of it is just going right back to him. Come on. Hey, yeah. Yo, he's going to make you, the citizens pay for reparations. And thank you. Thank you to the governor of California. Yeah. Make them pay. Even though I'm not going to get a penny of it. So I'm not Nobody is. Nobody is. It's ridiculous. He, no, he's going to make sure that he gives out checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know how many, yeah. but he's going to make sure they go out. Because I don't know why you're believing a politician all of a sudden, especially one that no. has proven to have a terrible track record. What I'm saying is, he know if he actually gets, listen, let me tell you this, tell as far as the politician is concerned, if he actually gets a round of, of of checks to go out for reparations, he's won. The next, the next one, it's in the bag. Like that's done. He's got at least one more term. If he gets, that, I know it's because he he's trying that. to run for president. Exactly. I know who I know he is too. And if he gets black people in California reparations. Tell me what you think every black person in America is going to think when he puts his name on a ballot to become president. You know what Just Gavin Newsom did? He watched he, Billions and then is like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> he's a fucking moron. Hey, yo, he's probably a complete moron. I hope he hears this know. too. I haven't, I haven't like done my research on Gavin Newsom, so I don't know how he is. But what I know is he's trying to get reparations for people. He's a and professional ding dong, is what he is. Let me promise you, this is the same reason that Biden became president. If you say you're giving black people some money, <laughs> they got you. Yeah, if you, that's the you. thing. It's like, oh, how do we get black people to turn out and vote? Tell them we're going to give them the thing. Let's give them the carrot back. By the way, just so everybody is clear on the my vision on this in particular, black people and women in particular, the reason why y'all are so goddamn feisty about the government is because they told you they were going to fix this shit a long time ago and they still haven't done anything. So I understand why you're so goddamn loud all the time because I don't feel heard and that's why I'm loud. No, because it's at the point where... We understand we're not going to get anything from whoever wins. It's ridiculous. You couldn't get anything out of Obama. So we understand that we're not. Yeah, you understand the ceiling. So who's going to give us the most money? That's what it's come to. You heard my man Puff Daddy doing the last election. Fuck it. We're selling it. We're selling our vote. Who's giving up the most bread? And if somebody's talking about they're giving out reparations, that means he's giving out the most money. If you're really going to give out reparations, start giving out lotto tickets and Newports. I'm voting for him too. I'm gonna take my chances. <laughs> Give me some reparations. Oh man. no, that would be awful. Talk about hey. a country divided with California being <laughs> one of the big swing states <laughs> and California voting against their own governor. <laughs> be like, like if that doesn't hey, send a message, I don't know what would. Yo, we don't know. He might turn. He might turn it into a blue state for the first time in a long time. He might turn y'all blue out there. You never know. We'll see. We'll see. So back to Arco, Gavin Newsom, the Arco of quality gas. Uh, I was on super empty leaving the comedy club the other night. And like super empty, going from one to another. And I was like, shit. Okay. I got to stop. Like I was on low fuel when I left the house, but was running late. So I just went straight to the gig. Oh, because mine's telling me in miles, so I let mine get to zero, and I still got 40 extra miles. So Yeah, mine just said low fuel, so I probably have about the same, like 30 to 40, but I went about 
25. (laughs) (laughs) So I know that I have a 17 and a half gallon tank, which means I should probably fill. I'll be in the 17 to 17.3 range is where I'm at right now. So I pull into Arco Slate and I get the tank like it's done. And I go to fill up and it's like, it's done. And it's at 14 and a half. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, whatever. It's good enough. Even if it only went to three quarters of a tank, I don't know why it's doing weird stuff. So I hang it back up. I rack it. And I get back in the car and all the way to full. And I'm like, okay. Because it, it only charged me for 14 and a half gallons. But I know. Without a shadow of a doubt, I needed 17 gallons. It's like that the Die Hard with a Vengeance. We're like, we need to get three, four gallons in the five-gallon jug. I'm like, I know the math on this. Something's off here. And then I was like, oh, I know what it is. I wonder the last time that was calibrated. What, the gas tank? The gas meter, because it's it's just like anything else. Like, it's going to roll and, and measure. But like anything else in this world, the more wear and tear it gets, it's not going to calculate properly. That's why you take your car in to get tuned up. Like it's got to, well, everything's got to so get sure tightened back up. Why are you so have a gallon tank, though? Because I've run out of gas before, multiple times in this vehicle. Yeah, and but you I've also, also got to take in fuel injection. So even if you ran completely doesn't out, matter. I was on empty of empty. There's no way yeah. I'm missing two and a half gallons. That's a lot of gas, bro. And I'm going on the short side of 17. So, not calibrate. Because, here's the other thing. Next time you go to a pump, check it out. It's going to have a sticker, last inspected on blah, blah, blah. So, you know, hey, not for nothing. If you want to go to Lankershim and uh, Riverside Drive in North Hollywood, (laughs) go to pump number one. Until they fix that motherfucker. <laughs> Get some free yeah, gas. Because <laughs> here's the other thing. I know this that, from experience, dude. From being in construction. Oh, wow. Guess what else is supposed to be calibrated you, on a regular basis? <laughs> that isn't. Elevators. Speed guns from police. Elevators. Oh, they're probably not either, but speed guns from police. I beat two speed tickets because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say when was the last time it was calibrated, and if they don't have it. Oh, I didn't on... even have to. My lawyer said it. My lawyer yeah. was like, yo, when the last time the guns been calibrated, and they couldn't provide a date. Exactly. But one time, it, it was been over a year, and the judge told him straight in his face, oh, you know you're supposed to keep that calibrated at least once a year. And why do you think? Because the more you use it, the more it's going to get thrown <laughs> off. So, that being said, same thing with elevators. That's why... The funny thing about me saying that is anybody that hears this is going to start looking in elevators and then they're going to catch one that's like six months off and they're going to be like, hang the fuck on. (laughs) 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 So I'm going to get joy just knowing that somebody somewhere is going to freak the fuck out the next time they go in an elevator and see the stickers. (laughs) Don't worry, that that person's probably going to be me. (laughs) I still ride them. I don't give a shit. I, I bro, look, I'm I'm so quick to get on the steps, so like anything. And now you gonna have me because the first time I like if I see a sticker that looks off, guess what steps it is. I don't have no problem. You are the stairmaster. Okay, speaking of being the stairmaster, been going to the gym consistently lately, and I saw a couple of things both today 
that I was like, why did, okay, I've seen a lot of weird stuff at the gym that I'm just like, okay, this is a certain type of animal, these particular people that do stuff that you would never normally do in public, they do in a gym locker room, which I'm like, whatever, I'm kind of used to it now. <laughs> but still, every now and again, I get surprised, and I got a double duty today. The first one was just an idiot, and the guy who stepped on the scale holding his water jug, like, what? And it was like one of those like gallon Yeti, like okay, I, you're. What's the purpose of this? What's sir? the point of that? Yeah. So, I don't know. There's a lot of ding dongs that go to the gym, obviously, including me. I'm a Jimbo, but I saw something that I never thought I'd see before, and I want to get your take on it because maybe I'm maybe I'm out of sorts here. There's a dude primping his hair in the locker room. You mean like with a crimp? Like a, like a, like a hot <laughs> press that you plug in that's not a curling iron. And he was like, like making waves in his hair at the There's gym. There's no way. I'm glad I don't go to your gym. That's weird, right? Like, that's next yeah. level creepy douche. Yeah, I'm glad I don't go to your gym. That's weird. That's weird. And he was Asian. I'm, I'm that, was, that was so what threw me the most. I was like, you have like soft, soft, flowy hair, but then he's like... But it makes a little bit more sense. They do, that, they do their hair anywhere, man. I had a really? couple Asian friends. Yeah, I had an Asian friend when I worked at Walmart overnight stop. Mm-hmm. When we got off at six or seven in the morning, he would go in the bathroom and do his hair, bro. This is real story. Oh, <laughs> real, right, bro. Like their hair is a serious thing for them. Like, like, uh, yeah, I did know that. Name? I didn't realize it was like any time you went to a new destination, you had to <laughs> get it together. That's I interesting. Fresh, I wonder what that is. Like traditionally, I'm sure there's something there, but I'm just ignorant to it. Uh, I don't know what it is. Huh. Well, but yeah, I know what my brain is going to do today. Weird. Hair. Long, beautiful <laughs> hair. All right, speaking of big, dumb animals and switching to sports, Aaron Judge hit 61. Can we put an asterisk next to his as well? Why would you put an asterisk next to his? I don't know. He's probably cheating. Uh, no, I've seen old pictures of him. He's been... Pretty huge his entire life. I'm, I'm gonna give him a bit. Yeah, but he didn't just learn how to hit a curveball all of a sudden. You think steroids can help you hit a specific pitch? No. Like you think steroids are that good? No, no, no. Like, I'm just they saying. They keep you on the field. He's not, he's not jacking out a ton of curveballs, but he is jacking out everything else. Which what I'm saying is like there's something going on here. You don't think that the MLB is juicing his balls just like they're juicing Pujols' balls? Oh, maybe. They might be juicing That's what I'm saying. Is it may not be a Aaron uh, Judge thing. It may be. Because, listen, you you said it yourself. They're trying to get these old racist assholes off the board. So, they it, are. you know, they, they're, they're probably, they might be juicing Judge. I'm, I'm not going to doubt that. You know, uh, Pujols just passed the bait. They're going to slide them all out. Yeah, and by the way. They're just swapping out one fat guy for another there. You didn't really gain anything, <laughs> Major League Baseball. Yeah, Pujols wasn't always a fat guy. He, used to be a he fat sure guy. shit is now when he's 
bouncing all these bombs. There's no <laughs> way. He had, the second, he had the second most homers in the MLB since since All Star. In, in his <laughs> fucking twilight year, and nothing <laughs> weird is going on. I love everybody's hearts bigger than their eyes. Bro. And if you, bro, if you actually see how many at bats. So first of all, here's my question, right? If someone's swinging a bat at this pace, why is he not playing more? Yeah. But bro, he's second in homer since the All Star break, and he's like. 188 at bats. So that means <laughs> less like, chances, more jacks. More jacks. We might bring him up in the seventh. We got we got this relief pitcher that's gonna curve him one. Go ahead, let him. It's <laughs> it's insane. What the? F- it makes no sense. So either you either believe one or two things. You either like us and believe they're juicing balls. Or you have to believe that the coaches for the St. Louis Cardinals are the biggest pack of fucking idiots that we have. Because you got somebody hitting home runs out at this fucking pace. He's playing every day. I'm putting you at first. Dude, the, I'm telling you, day. the Cardinals were the original cheaters of this whole, like, do you remember they, they were the sprinkle, the guy from the Cardinals went to the Astros, and then that's what started the whole thing in the beginning before all this other cheating scandal stuff. The Cardinals are the original good cheaters. They're good at it. But here's yeah. the thing. Like, this whole Pujols thing, everybody's like, Uncle Tio, ah! Yeah, everybody's got an uncle that is shady as fuck, but you still love him. Still invited to the barbecue. Still your favorite uncle because he's got the best stories. That shady motherfucker. Yeah. That's Albert Pujols. Yeah. That's and the MLB. Going on. I don't know who's the shady motherfucker, but listen. There's, Something ain't right, brother. <laughs> I was watching, and I, I I didn't know he did. I didn't know he wasn't playing. Like, because I don't watch the Cardinals. I watch, like, a Pujols highlight home run on, you know, some whatever, ESPN Sports or whatever. So I didn't know he wasn't playing, you know what I mean? But then I was watching, uh, I forget what I was watching this morning. Like, one of those random... ESPN shows and the, they put up the stats like his home run and then they put up his at-bats and where he is compared to everybody. Ratio. I said 188 and he's second in homers and he yeah. only 188 when he was on pace when he hit the first 10 you weren't coming out the lineup. You're an everyday first baseman again, Pujols. I don't care how old you are what you talking about. If you're hitting home runs at that pace and we're trying to win and go to the playoffs yeah buddy you're in the lineup. Sorry. Why, I don't know why they just don't embrace the fact that they're doing this for Judge and Pujols <laughs> and just be like, make it the money ball. Just have the ump, yeah. just have money balls be like, here, it's the fun one. It, this is the fun at bat, guys. Like, take a page out of banana ball. Just be like, this one's the money ball. Let's see if he can jack it out, people. So I do have a question. Yeah. How you, like, how does that work as far as, like, the value of a Pujols ball? Like today value compared to tomorrow's value because the dude caught the ball last night. Sure. In the stands, he said, as he had the ball in his hand, a dude ran up to him offering him a hundred grand right there in the stand. Hundred thousand. He didn't take it. Right. Right. So I'm saying, okay, that's a smart ass decision. If Pujols doesn't hit any more homers, when he hits the next one, what value does your ball still have? It's not the last one. Yeah, I mean, it'll still have an incredible value. It'll just be diminished 
because of whatever comes after and, it. Now, if Pujols was trying to buy back from you or the MLB, that raises the value because clearly right. that's an important ball. And well, but you know, that's some the game. Random ass Pujols fan, he only wants the most recent one, so that one is not going to be matter to him. Maybe he's betting that one. this old bag of shit is going to run out of steroids by the end of the season and it will be the last he's like there's no way this guy can keep hitting home runs it's not supposed to happen they installed so i'm telling you they installed the internal pitch thing in his heart they got juiced balls he's got cork bats steroids are on the table everything's out there for uncle tio fine take it i know uncle tio is the same thing but still that's fun to say that way because this is ridiculous it's ridiculous, but fine. Everybody have your fun. I don't care. Yeah. Hey, switching to football, did you see DK Metcalf have fun? Yes. Oh, my God, that was so fucking good. Sorry for cussing <laughs> so much, but I was just like, oh, yes. He's genius. I don't know why though. most of them don't think it. I'll be wondering, like, what do they do when they have the shit? Now we know. <laughs> they get a ride. <laughs> Oh, DK Metcalf had an epic game, dude. Did you also see him do the fake-out block? Bro, like the Lions fucking kill me, bro. So for those who didn't see it, DK Metcalf, there was like a, you know, a player whatever that broke loose. I think it was like J.K. Dobbins broke, not J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. My brain glitched for a second. Penny? Yeah. And, uh... And he goes, like, somebody was coming, knew that DK Metcalf was there and was going to embrace a block and DK Metcalf, like, went like he was going to hit him and then just stopped and the dude just fell over like an imbecile. Because <laughs> he was just, like, anticipating getting hit. So he kind of was, like, went to embrace the blow, Tony Gonzalez style, and, like, fall to the ground and instead of just going for the play, which he wouldn't have made anyway. That's why it was funny. He just kind of fell out of nowhere because he was scared of a bigger dude. Hey, did you see the Garrett Bowles play? No, I didn't. Oh, man, you got to go find that on the internet. What happened? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Uh, who they play? They play Garrett Bowles played for the Broncos. Who the Broncos play? I think the Raiders. So the Raider, the kick, the, the return, the fumble return. He he chased Garrett Bowles off his alignment, chases the dude all the way down, really has no chance to catch him. And so he does this fake like <laughs> you have to see it. It's not funny me telling the story. <laughs> when you see it, it's gonna be a lot more funny. But this fake dive in which he has no real chance to get the dude at the end. Yeah. Got after it. running fifty yards. Those so, are the best. But he's a but he's a big dude, so it's even funny. Oh, it's so funny. I, I laughed for like 15 minutes. This How what long you did you laugh when you saw Bobby Wagner pop that dude running <laughs> on the field? <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. He just popped him straight Pop and then him. walked away. Just like, get out of my workspace, sir. There you go, man. That's rad. how you're supposed to. I, I hate that everybody's much. calling him a streaker because he had his shirt off. That's not streaking. No, he wasn't a streaker. He was a baby reveal gender dude. That's why he had the pink. He letting somebody know that they're having a girl. Oh, that's why you should be able to bring abortions back. That guy shouldn't have a kid. <laughs> I don't think he's having a kid. He's doing it for somebody, probably a friend or something. Oh, well, then can we, like, put him on death row or something? That person's a moron and should not be in the world. Sorry, guy. I don't, I don't know we're going to go that far as far as somebody not being in the world. Can we mind? isolate them? Can we kick them out of football stadiums forever? 
you can he's going to be kicked out of football. Whatever the he should be goes, not allowed in sporting events. You can't even go see Wicked at you know Broadway. Yeah. Nobody trusts you. Yeah. You're not allowed to be in public. You ruined. You lost your public card. Go be quarantined for life, sir. <laughs> Check in on the baby via Zoom. <laughs> what's your thing against like people running in the middle of the game, streaker types? What's your what's your issue with them, man? I tried streaking in high school. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. But that sounds not fun. I did. Well, it was gonna be fun. I had this thing all planned out, and it was like in. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really care. I, I had even prepped my parents. I was like, hey, you know, somebody attempted to go streaking or whatever, blah, 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 like last year or something. Would you ever, like, would you get mad at me if I did that? Because I got in trouble for everything. But my parents were also really weird about hippie stuff, like having fun. So it was like, they're like, if the cops brought you to the door, I'd ask you if you had fun. That was literally <laughs> what they said to me. So I'm like, all right. It's on the table. So we got this whole plan together. Whole plan. I had my yearbook crew. There was like mm, six people I was kind of like friendly with. Like I only had my friends from home. Like my three friends from home that I was really, really good friends with. Everybody at school was kind of like, you know, I had my closer friends at school. But, I, you know, I never saw them outside of school. So there were like the six people I trusted kind of most in school, and we got this plan together, I had a getaway car parked on the other side of the wall at some apartment complex, I had a path of travel, I was going to go from one side of the school, jump up onto the top of the concourse, like the open thing, and then run across, so n nobody would be in my way, no security could catch me, I was going to outrun them on the top, like, they'd see me <laughs> running past, not be able to catch me, jump down by the auto shop on top of the trash cans that we strategically placed, run across the parking lot, jump over the six-foot wall, which was easy-peasy. I was worried about dragging my dick on the on the masonry. I'm not going to lie. Because I was wearing only chucks. That was the thing. I had to have a little flair, so I had my chucks on. And then I was going to hop in the van from some friends who were going to lunch. We knew that they were going to check who was coming back in and out. But luckily, I knew the person working in attendance for fifth period. So we had the attendance was going to be taken care of. These people were going to come back from lunch. And it was just going to be a tall white dude that ran. So that being said, in yearbook at fourth period, we go into the dark room because there was also a photo, whatever. We go into the dark room and... We start going to town. We have black and green markers because that was our school colors because it was school pride, baby. It was pride week, school pride week. That's mm -hmm. why. So I put like O on one butt cheek, two on the other butt cheek for the class of O2. And then I put Miss Luttrell. I don't even care. Sorry, lady. Miss Luttrell was the truancy officer. Obviously, her and I didn't get along so well. <laughs> so... I put Miss Latrell sucks and then an arrow down to my dick. <laughs> and then I put on my rip away basketball pants and just a regular shirt. So I'm ready to go. Somebody writes something else on my back for, you know, like, I, I don't even remember what it was. Don't remember. Don't care. So I'm all ready to go. And I get I one person is walking with me. Because what they're going to do is they're going to take my clothes that I throw down from the top of the concourse 
throw it in a backpack and just walk on in like nothing's going on. We have everything <laughs> covered. Everything. It's a beautiful plan here. So I go, I jump up. I'm in my clothes. I'm about to start take, like I start to take off my shirt. And my civics teacher walks in from the teacher's parking lot. That was the other thing. It was like teacher's parking lot. No security <laughs> over there. We had scoped the place. I had done my due diligence and planned this thing out. I always wanted to be a bank robber. This is the closest I was going to get. He sees me up there and he's like, hey, what are you doing up there? Like, I know you're about to do something shady. Don't because I've seen you now. Like, he was kind of cool, <laughs> but was like, dude, I am a teacher, man. And so I was just like, oh, I was just getting a ball or whatever. And he's like, all right, get down. I was just like, all right, didn't have a ball. Fucking just jump down. <laughs> he watched me get down and then like watched me walk away. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. What do I do? Because at this point, I had kept this fairly quiet because I don't want shit to get out. So there was a buzz about there were two lunch periods to split up because there was too many fights and shit. So we were at lunch period two. That being said, there was such a buzz around the school. There was probably 75 to 80 percent of the attendance students at lunch two, lunch B. Like, there was a buzz about the school. Something was going down, but nobody fucking knew what it was. So it was good. I had an audience. That being said, I go back and everybody's like, what happened? Now there's like 10 minutes left in lunch. It's like, damn. I was like, I don't know. Like, he was with me. What do you want me to do? I'm not going to. This is an expulsion if they catch me. You idiots. <laughs> they don't. You, I will get kicked out of school three weeks before I graduate. I need to make sure this plan is intact. Intact. <laughs> And they're like, all right, pussy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do it? Nobody else was willing to do this. So I'm like, whatever. Then, because everybody's out, a massive fight breaks out in the cafeteria. To where all security rushes. Wham! And I'm like, oh, this is my chance. I can't go all the way back, but I'm halfway in the, like, the student area. So we had some portable, like, like big, those big, big portable restrooms. Where it's like, you know, like at a festival or something, like six people could go in there at the same time. They had like a couple legitimate stalls. So I don't even realize, but I go into the girls and I have one person there. I, I, I did, actually didn't even have anybody with me. I take that back. I was just going to throw my stuff in the trash can. So I went in the girls so I wouldn't get caught because I'm a guy. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take these off, throw them in the can and then get moving. I do that, I bolt out of this plastic bathroom like Usain Bolt. I get two and a half steps. I could feel my nuts go to hit my stomach for my long stride. And there are two security guards that I almost <laughs> run into the back of them. I turn around, run back in. Security knows that something just fucking happened. They see somebody mm -hmm. almost kind of naked just run in the bathroom. <laughs> I grab my clothes out of the trash can, run in the stall. Two girls that saw me run out, run in. And they're like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I was just going to go streaking and I saw security. Don't fucking tell them I'm in here. Tell them it's some, something. <laughs> they were cool as shit. They covered me. They're like, our friends having issues in here. And they're like, oh, okay. And they backed off. So I waited them out. And those girls hung out with me. They waited until security left. And then I got the fuck out of there and got to my next class. So I never got to do it, but I kind of did. Like, two people saw me streak. 
<laughs> so I got nothing against streaking. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't do it. Bad idea. Yeah, I, really bad idea. I mean, I think you should be able to do it at like a demolition derby. I mean, yeah, if you want to do it, I'm just saying it's a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, if you're that kind of idiot, go do it where you could get hurt. It's, you know, it's fair trade. Do it at a NASCAR race. Get across it. Can you make it? That's the ultimate game of Frogger. Or join Naked and Afraid. You can do it on there all you want. Naked and Afraid. You know who should be Naked and Afraid? Is this Dolphins coach. What is happening with Tua, that poor kid? You mean that poor kid? Multiple concussions. Okay, I want to know this. Coach comes out and goes, after the second concussion, which was gnarly as shit too. Okay? Obviously second really one. Okay? Coach goes, I stand by our procedures. We did what we were supposed to do. The next day, they fire, the Miami Dolphins fire the team doctor. No, no, no. They didn't, Miami Dolphins didn't fire, NFL fired the independent doctor. Oh, okay. That's what happened. Okay. That being, well, thank you for correcting me because that takes a little bit of this thing out of the Dolphins. But still, this coach is saying they stand by the procedure and the NFL's like, this guy messed up and your coach said it was cool. What's like, where do you stand if you're in that locker room? Like, well, how much so, do you care so, about us, dude? So, we're going to take Mike McDaniels off the table. Why? Because he was coaching the game. He didn't have. He looks any like he say, should be managing a drive through. Probably, but he had no say on if the independent doctor checked him. All he does is get the information that is given to him, and they told him that Tua told them. How do you not check on your quarterback? It, what do you mean? He checked on when he came back to play because he came back and played in that same game. I know. You, listen, so, dude. So I've had multiple field, concussions, had I'm sure. I'm sure. There's no, you don't Tua, be right within five minutes. You're not right within five minutes. If it's your back and it's not neurological, you're not right. But if you're going to tough it out and play, you're going to tough it out and play. What do you mean? You can't tell somebody. Maybe two is just not that smart, so he couldn't tell. There's always now, that option. Therein, therein is a whole different issue because – Who's gonna? When are we gonna hold a grown man accountable? Like we're we're trying to hold everybody else accountable, but the guy who knew he had a concussion and lied. If that if that's what we're saying, if we're saying it wasn't back problem, that means Tua told them it was back problems, knowing he had a concussion. No, no, no. So I'm when, not saying so, Tua knew. So when I'm are we just holding saying him accountable the, for that. Okay, but I'm saying the doctors okay. failed him, so maybe they didn't do the proper concussion stuff. They didn't do per concussion. That's what I'm saying. So how would Tua know that he had a first concussion? He'd just be like, okay, I got my bell rung and my back hurts. That's what I'm saying no, is they didn't do the proper. There's, enough, there's no con- confirmation of the first concussion. Exactly. Assumes it was a so concussion. why are you sa- you're saying that it's on Tua to say, hey, man, I had a concussion. I probably shouldn't play. And I'm telling you, they ha- he didn't know he had a concussion. Because sometimes you get your he bell rung it and it's not a concussion. He almost passed out on the field. He knew he was concussed, bro. He came back from it. Okay, so after the, you're the telling me that it's the responsibility of the person who can't see straight and was just unconscious to go. No, no, no. You should listen to I what was I'm just saying. Unconscious. Yes. If you, if you get no, you have to have somebody be an advocate for them when their brain's not right, dude. And that's the head coach. If you get knocked unconscious, the first doctor you see, you're gonna tell me you were just unconscious. You're a grown man. You know you're gonna tell you me you're getting a fight. You get knocked out, and you're gonna stand up and be like, "Are you done now?" That's silly. Like you're whooping ass. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be delusional because you just got your brain knocked around. 
I'm not gonna go fight no more. I ain't gonna go do nothing. What do you I'm saying about? you wake up thinking you were just winning the fight. You didn't realize he got knocked out. You're ready to keep going. He realized he got knocked out. He came too. Remember, he went back in the same game. No, but you're, so he wasn't like, like you're putting the onus on somebody it. with brain damage. And I'm saying when somebody has brain damage, somebody else needs to be in charge of that. That's I don't, it. I don't, I, we can I agree to disagree. I'm just saying. Yeah, we, we can agree to disagree. That. I always put them. It's like yelling at somebody person. in a coma. Why don't you wake up? <laughs> no, because they're not conscious. But if, if you're I conscious, then, then you. Okay, that's like decision. asking somebody in a coma, like, hey, what happened yesterday? I don't know. It's not the same. Their brain isn't working properly. In that moment that your brain isn't working properly, yes. When you come back to and able to quarterback a football team in a football game, that means you've come through whatever you were going through. And in this moment, you know previously you were concussed. So you should say that as a grown-up. I don't care what that in the moment of but the as concussion, a football yes. player, So they're... you're talking about someone who's actually – so, yes, in the moment of being in a coma, yes, they're not going to be able to answer you. But when the coma's over, if they come through the coma – then they'll be able to answer you. They'll be like, I heard you in my coma. Here's the answer. You know why? Because they've come to. He came to and played I know, football. I know. So, and he had he a whole He was going back to his to instincts. He, he only knows how to play football. That's my point. And then he waited four more days and still told nobody he had a concussion. And now they're going to say he it was a concussion. Know. And now they're going to. You're such a How do you not know that you were knocked unconscious? Being knocked unconscious and having a concussion are two different things. So how do you? So why don't you tell nobody in that moment you were knocked unconscious? Because everybody in back. the world saw it. There was no questions about it. Nobody saw his eyes. If I spill spaghetti on the floor and everybody looks, I'm not like, hey, do you guys see that where the spaghetti is? It's silly. Mean? Nobody, nobody saw him unconscious. He was standing and he grabbed. And he how do you know he was unconscious is, then, Mike? What? How do you know he was unconscious? I don't know he was unconscious, but now they're admitting that he had two concussions. Okay. So he was unconscious at some point because that's what a concussion is. How do they know he was unconscious? I'm clearly somebody's telling somebody something. Or maybe they watched what. back the game tape and saw that his eyes were closed and he was locked up. Maybe that his happened. I wasn't closed. He was standing up on our elbows on somebody. I watched it live, so I don't need nobody to tell me I saw it. You're telling he, me it. he got the first concussion without getting knocked to the ground? He got knocked to the ground, and then he got up. I know. And stumbled a bit. Had put I feel like I'm talking to my wife. Dudes. You're leaving out important parts of the story. To I didn't prove leave, your point. I didn't, what do you mean? He got knocked down, but nobody had time to see him because he got right up. He hit his head and got up and stumbled. That's why everybody assumed he had a concussion. When they talked about it later, they say he stumbled like that because of his back is what he told people. People are trying to say he was concussed in that moment because of the way he stumbled. It looked neurological. But we have no facts. There's no proof to it. Ain't nobody like it. They can rewind his brain to see if it was so unconscious. So then why the is it his fault? Because he knows if he was unconscious. None of us know. No, none of us know. But he knows. If you blackout drunk, that time in your life that's missing, you knew you were unconscious during that time. That's not true. <laughs> Period. As Period. a professional, that is an untrue fact. As someone who's blacked out drunk, I know for sure it happened. Certain I times, know that I was blacked yeah. out drunk. I know what happened before and what happened after. I know there's a portion missing. I'm, and I've been blacked out drunk t- twice. So as someone yeah. who's blacked okay. out drunk, I, I understand. I used to live in a blackout, sir. And sometimes you don't realize that time skipped. 
<laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, also as somebody who has been knocked out when I got my jaw jacked, I didn't realize it until like a few seconds later. And I was like, oh, okay. But if you're disoriented and you're tough, you're going to be like, no, I'm good. This is my back. I'm good. My neck. Or something. So, yeah, you I, also I know get that. that. You were but on I'm the ground, saying, and, next, and the next time you do it, you're, up, you're talking to doctors on the sideline. It shouldn't only you be know on something him. happened in that time period. It shouldn't like, only be we're on not him. And it, if it, there's it, one person, like, come on, man. It's a definitely. As a grown-up, you've you seen any given Sunday. You can't just have one doctor. You need a little see, team see, effort. That's the problem. That's the problem. The, any Why didn't the Sunday team mentality? doctor go assess him as well? That's the because that's not his job. What? It's not his job. What is his job then? To to tape ankles. When it comes to concussion, if someone thinks they're concussion, they got those separate doctors what? for that reason. Okay. The team after after the do independent doctors leave. What is the harm in that guy coming up and go, hey, man, since we're on the same team here, why don't you tell me how you're feeling? What is wrong with that? But you keep trying to take responsibility out the hands of a grown man. He's grown. Why can't he have help? He He can have help. He can also take responsibility for his actions. Oh, I don't know about this. You know what this feels like? This feels like something I actually enjoy. I love that Mitch Trubisky sucking on the Steelers still is a poor reflection on the Bears. <laughs> like it does it doesn't it doesn't even look bad on the Steelers. They're like, hey man, we lost Ben. We need to fill this while we rebuild. Mitch oh, no, is I'm cheap. With you on that. It's, it's a poor reflection on the Bears. Yeah, it doesn't look bad think, on the Steelers at all. I don't think it's a poor reflection on the head coach of the Dolphins. The Doctors. Maybe they can take a little blame. Right. But I don't think Mike McDaniels has anything to do with that shit. When he's got a player who's telling him, I can play, I'm fine. Fuck what you want me to do. I don't get, I don't know. I ain't got no PhD to know what's wrong with you. You told me you good? Okay, I'm going to put you out there. Mm-hmm. That's just as far as the coach is concerned for me. Well, I don't know what kind of connection you have with this dude, but you love him, so that's nice. I don't have no connection. I just don't like people taking responsibility or taking blame. For I, some I'm, shit not, that ain't they I'm not saying he should take the blame. I'm just curious why nobody else double checked. That's my no, issue. I'm not saying you said he said take the blame because I've heard people say this is not. I did not say he should take the blame. I, I no, just I've said it people. should be I his responsibility you, to double check on his own player. That whether you, whether he chooses to ignore whatever, he should at least make like as your head coach, like. If somebody's injured, if somebody has Trent Williams for the Niners, has an ankle injury, okay, they just kind of are using him as they need him, okay? Do you think Kyle Shanahan should check in on Trent Williams every now and again and go, hey, man, how's the ankle? You still doing good? Or should he just be like, Trent will find me? So, and if he checks in on Trent and Trent says, yeah, the ankle's good, you think he's going to put him in or not? Okay, and then what if Trent comes up limping for the whole rest of the drive? Do you think, hey, when he gets on the bench, he'll come and tell me if he needs me? Or do you think he's going to go check on Trent Williams? He's going to go ask him and Trent okay, again okay. says, That's I'm my fine. point. That's my point. I, I just was saying I wish that would have happened. He checked on him. What do you think? He didn't have a conversation with him after he came and saw a professional doctor, which Mike McDaniels is not. He talked to him. He had a conversation with the All dude, right. and he said he was good. You what do you want him to do, this. bro? <laughs> I said agree to disagree 10 minutes ago. 
No, I'm saying like you you said have a conversation with him. He did, and the guy said he was good. Yeah, and I just say I don't think that's cool. <laughs> I think they should have okay. done more. Is what I'm saying. You think cool it was fine as it is, and it's on Tua. <laughs> good. I don't want to agree with you all the time. Oh no, we're definitely not going to agree. All but the time. I definitely did understand what you were saying. So if that was the oh, point no. of pushing. <laughs> I get what you're saying, too, about, but I just don't. I always think the responsibility, me personally, that's just me. The responsibility is in the person who's all this fake macho behavior for okay. NFL dudes because you got a concussion and you want to be fake macho or I'm there for my team. I agree team. with that. You, I agree that Tua needs fool. to take responsibility, too. You're but I also fool. think all, that. Right, this is not just a Tua thing. This is all these NFL right. fools who be out here getting concussions and don't want to say nothing. You got a whole fucking family at home and you willing to risk that for some NFL dudes who ain't going to care for you when you can't do shit for them anymore. That's on you. I get it. I get it. Hey, you have to be responsible for your own shit, which is a perfect transition because we got to talk about fantasy football, sir. The first thing they tell you when you get in the boxing ring, baby, protect yourself at all times. Okay, so what happened to you this weekend? Because I demolished you. As My everybody knew was going to happen, you took a good old-fashioned, pass- passionate ass-whooping. My team sucked this weekend. I don't even know what happened. What happened? What happened is my team is too good. Your team is mediocre. No, no, no. It's because, no, my team is pretty good. I'm no, not, they're not. I'm not, worried about, I'm not worried about the long haul. I didn't play a couple guys who scored some good points. You Kirk still Cousin wouldn't have beat had me. a bad week. Your optimal lineup would not have beat me. My optimal lineup probably wouldn't have beat you this no, week. No, it's, it's but right. But but my but my optimum lineup is not available yet. We're a couple of weeks away from optima, optimization. No, each week is each week. Yes, but optimization for my team comes in a couple of weeks. So Good. You got me. While you're building, my team's already built. Gotcha. I'm That's stacked fine. to the gills. This is a marathon, not a sprint, bro. You're right, I'm and I'm just gonna pull further and further away the longer we go. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try I'm and happy. lap. As many people as I can in points. I'm going to try and double up on points on as many people as I can. That's how good my team is. I'm going to try to not lose a game. I'm going to try to go all the way without losing. Everybody tries not to lose a game. That's the point. Yeah, but I have the ability to... To get there, okay. I listen. I will admit, though, I, I took. You, I, actually, I took a I loss. I want you to go undefeated, and then the first round of playoffs, somebody's gonna paddle your butt. No, no, no. Undefeated to me means never losing. Oh, if I lose the last game of the year, I lost. I was not undefeated. You're not winning the championship. You win it now. Congratulations to you and your Whatever, suck ass team. brother. Whatever, dude. I will say though, I did get my first loss. I'm eleven and one. I mean, I'm not happy that it took. It's already four weeks, and I got a loss, but, you know, whatever. I'll roll with the punches. So, I'm 11-1 and one so far. I got two losses this week. I got my first loss in two leagues. So, wasn't that good of a fantasy. I have the most points scored in all of my leagues. So, I have that to fall back on. So, I'm doing just fine. How are you doing in your 17,000 leagues? I only got five, and I'm... I'm pretty good in three of them. Two of them I suck. Okay, so what's uh, what's your records after four weeks? I'm two and two in our league. I'm three and one in two other leagues, and then I'm I haven't got one again in one league. In the other league, I'm two and two, but I don't like that. Two and two is a little less. Than it's not I really. T- it's like it's like the uh, like the Seahawks two and two. Like yeah, eh. I kind of like stole <laughs> one of those games. Eh, not really two and two. <laughs> Yeah, I stole one of those games. So, but um, but it's all good. I'm really confident in our league, though. My two and two, because 
I yeah. haven't seen hey, a star st- quarterback sitting on the bench. Keep those twos in your mind, buddy, because that's the ceiling for everybody else is second place. This is just not even a conversation anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it until somebody beats me in our league. I'm happy for you, but when my boy comes back, we're right back to rolling, baby. Dak may be coming back to the bench, sir. You know that's not happening. Anybody who believe, anybody who actually remotely believed that would happen must be smoking the same shit Jerry smoked. No, I think he's going to sit out this week five, and then he'll come if, back. If he can grip the ball by tomorrow, he's playing Sunday. Oof. As much as I think they're I Cooper rushing him back. Listen, what they've figured out is how they should run the offense and then just that's switch out they, the quarterback. That's it. And if he sticks to the the game plan of how he runs the offense, Dak will look better than Cooper Rush. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But what happens when Dak but what happens when Dak wants to take over and call an Dak audible has, and hot route on every is, damn play? Cooper Rush has the same ability at the line. I as know, Dak but does. he doesn't do it as much as Dak does. So I'm wondering. So Dak needs to take a picture out of Cooper's what, book. God damn it, Mike. That's what I was asking you. Oh, yeah. He, that's what he needs to do. He needs to do you watch think he has game. the ability to do that? He better have the ability to do that if he wants to fucking win. <laughs> that's it. That's his only option. Like, Dak, you're not the guy we thought you possibly could be, Dak. You can't carry a football team. You're good enough to get us to where we need to go if you play your role. Everyone has a role on this team. It's like early Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady wasn't always the GOAT. He had a great defense, a good running game, and he had to make big throws in big situations. We just need you to make a couple throws in key situations, Dak. That's all we need. Listen, Dak is just a foot taller, but he's Jeff Garcia, man. Like, you can get it done. Yeah, just a couple key throws. You just got to stick to the game plan. With this defense behind you, we haven't allowed more than 19 points all season. With this defense behind you, we just need you to manage. We don't need you to be a superstar, Dak. Like my man Parcells used to say, we don't need a celebrity quarterback, bro. Just be a quarterback. Lead us. Trick deal for us to a Super Bowl. We don't have the Ravens defense, but my defense is really legit. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. There you go. No, sir. Just Brad Johnson yourself. I say get you a Super Bowl. Then next year you can come out and try to be Peyton Manning if you want. Fancy Pants McGee. Yeah. All right. Well, switching to what you're watching, what are you watching? Just straight up sports, yeah? Pretty and much. Big Brother's BB. over. It's um, over? Yeah, it's oh, Big Brother's over. Um, but I actually haven't watched the finale yet, but it is over. Oh, SVU back on with some new episodes. The, season, the, the, the premiere was nice because it makes all three. One was Stabler, SVU, and the old one. The ultimate crossover. Yeah. Ding dong episode. Um, um man, the first time starting to head towards the end this season. So yeah, man, you know. Just your standard gambit, nothing out of the wild. Yeah, and then it worked, man. It's trying to kill me. And we're recording early, otherwise this would have got used. Yeah. But come next week, I will be shaved finally. Congratulations to however yeah. You maybe I'll watch that video next week. Stop promoting that. So promoting who? Exactly. A razor. Yes. So I don't want to have to clip it out later. I had it prepared to do this weekend, but you know, some shit happened Sunday morning, so 
it'll get done this week. By next week, it'll be done. Then I can stop hearing about the shit. Hey, I didn't even bring it up. You did. Because at this point, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. No, I ain't just talking about to you. I'm talking about hearing about it in in life. You should. Good. You should be catching shit for this. I don't... Listen, I got something. I watched uh, Nick Kroll's uh, stand-up special last night on Netflix. Nick Kroll's the quarterback for the Bears. He's a comedian, too? No, Nick Kroll. Oh, don't know who that guy is. Yeah, you do. He was on um, Fantasy Football Show on FX. Oh, the league. The league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy with the glass. He was Ruxin. Oh, okay. He's probably funny stand-up, huh? Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's a lot of, like, you know, little kid, hu- like, potty humor type stuff, but it's yeah, fun. Yeah, that's why I said he might be Intelligent, funny. Intelligent, yeah, so it was good. Yeah, it was. Human. I enjoyed it. It was a good special. But then after, it was like... You know how it goes like, oh, recommended for next. I just watched the comedy special, and then it was like, watch Dahmer next. And I'm like, okay, is that a reflection on him or me? Why is it going from comedy to serial killer immediately? No, they're going to recommend Dahmer for whoever. Once you finish the show, they're recommending Dahmer. Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer. Just pumping it down your gullet. Yeah, it's a show on Netflix, but I would never watch it because it would probably make me want to go out and kill somebody. Are you going to watch Eat the Rich? The GameStop saga, a little docu-whatever on Netflix. Mm, about I the GameStop stock I didn't know about stuff. That. Yeah. I think I just literally looked. I think it came out today. Uh, yeah, I might watch that. That, sounds that seems like it's up your alley. Yeah, it sounds interesting. You know what else just came to Netflix, which I'm excited about? What? Rush Hour. <laughs> Yo. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for them to put the rest of Blacklist on Netflix. They're pissing me off. Did you get over Blacklist? That's my shit, bro. Yeah. Did you like Rush Hour? Yes, it's a great movie. All right. I wouldn't call it a great movie. It's a good movie. Well, you did just call it a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I, I get that, that quick correction, though. You're like, I actually don't like what I just said there. I was being polite, but uh, this is a podcast. Let me be real. Uh, okay, so that got me thinking, though. Because Rush Hour is like, I mean, I love Rush Hour. Even Rush Hour 2 was pretty good. <laughs> Rush Hour. Anytime you go, like, buddy comedies getting in the threes, you're kind of getting dicey there. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, what are your top five, like, cop movies? Cop movies. Mm. Blue Streak. Blue Streak is on my list. Bad Boys 1. Bad Boys um, 1 is on my list. Um, Beverly Hills Cop is on my list. My man, Eddie. The one when he goes to like Disney World or whatever. That's number that. three, which I we've talked about this. I need to revisit it because I haven't seen it like since it came out in the that's theater. I don't know why it's my shit, but that's my shit. So we oh, both God. have three so far of the same. This one's tricky because then you can take a turn with it like I did, and then I'm like, oh man, I just opened up a whole new portal. I don't know what see that's what I'm saying. It's a cop in the movie for a long time. I don't know who you consider that a cop movie, but uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, so I'll give you my other two. So I have Blue Streak, Bad Boys, Beverly Hills Cop. Those are all my B's. And I have two D's. I have deep cover. With Lawrence Fishburne. Have you seen that one? I think I've seen it. Dude, 
That one's, I think it was like late 80s. It came out. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Departed. Oh, they're cops in The Departed? They are cops. They, the I mean, that's the whole thing is they're cops. Yeah. So number four <laughs> would be, I can't think of it, but Denzel. American Gangster? No, no, no. He's not a cop in American I know, but gangster Russell Crowe is. That's kind of a cop movie, although it's a gangster movie. So that's where the no, line gets like blurred. Dirty Denzel when he won his Grammy. Uh, Oh, um, um, well, how the hell can I not I think of the name either. of this movie? You're kind of throwing me off. Um, what the man on fire? No, I, that's why you think it took like that. I know that's why you're, head, I'm, you're that's looking at me and I can feel what's in your brain and it's throwing <laughs> me off. Man on fire was what was in my head. I know. Man on fire is, um, bro, how it's not the equalizer my... and it's not safe house. No, no, no. He's a he's a dirty cop. He's like he's with Jake, man. Oh, Training Day. That's on my training honorable. Day, oh God, I'm like, why are you throwing me with this stupid Man on Fire uh, thing? Training, I saw it in your training. eyeballs. Training Ugh. Day would be four. Yeah, Training um, Day is in my honorable mention. Training Day is number four. Uh, number five. That kinetic energy is weird. Uh, I don't know. Number five is super bad, bro. No. Okay. You can have it if you he, want. He got a cop. He, and that cop hangs out for a while in the movie. Yeah, Bill Hader and Seth Rogen are an integral part of the McLovin storyline, which is a lot of people's no, favorite. McLovin, that's my guy. Police Academy obviously made the honorable Police mention Academy for me. Definitely makes the honorable mention. And Serpico made the honorable mention. As well. Just because it was just good, but I mean, there's also like those, uh, you know, you got your Clint Eastwood movies. I don't remember if uh, Charles Bronson, that maniac. I don't remember if he was in cop movies or if he was just always the bad guy. I just remember watching him at a yeah, way too see, young I could say Jason Bourne, but he's not really a cop. He's like an undercover agent or whatever. He's you know what's Bourne, what's but... my guilty pleasure cop movie? That if it's on, I'm just like fuck it. It's like a bubblegum thing to me. <laughs> Is SWAT? SWAT. I like SWAT. Movie. It's I like too. it's just good enough to be like all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I I like SWAT. SWAT's a pretty good movie. Except LL Cool J. Ugh. He's the worst. El Kuja got a whole series off of that movie, bro. Like he literally yeah. got the in, 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 yeah. NCIS job from that movie, and he's made. A and there job. is a SWAT TV series. Yeah, he made so much money off NCIS. It's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. They got like twenty seasons of that crap. Him and the worst Robin of all time. <laughs> Gross. Oh man! All right. Well, that was fun. I, and there's to, too many other ones that I was just like, you know what? We, we This will be a rabbit hole. Don't break your brain. Just go with what comes to you. It's funny that we had three of the same on the five, though. The really weird thing was that man on fire thing. I was looking in your eyes. I'm like, I can see <laughs> yeah, yeah, what that, he's that thinking. Was, I don't no, care. That was really this. weird. Uh, I was literally going to scream man on fire, but I quit myself because I knew that wasn't right. I know. That's why I had to say it for you to get it out of the zeitgeist. We had to just clear the air here, hit it reset. So if you want to hit reset, this week's Spotify playlist is Boosie Badass and Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. 
So check that out. Mike picked out half of it. You can decide which half it was. And while you're listening to that, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Mike is at BlackIrish213. I'm at Brendala7. We are at BlackIrishPod. Um, yeah, follow us for more content. We're coming out every Thursday. And also do a clicky thing. doesn't even matter what it is. Somehow engage with it. It just makes it more Click. fun to... Here's the thing. Oh, if you just even it. hit like, what I didn't realize because I don't like social media, what I realize is if you just even hit like, it'll automatically just start sending it to more people that are just, you don't even know. So, you know, help brother out. I literally posted something that like three people liked within the first like two minutes of me posting it. And then within 20 minutes, like 4,000 people had seen it. That's how easy it is to help a brother out. Just click a little hearty thing. There you go. Help us out, man. Come on. Show some love. Yeah, you don't even have to subscribe. That's how easy it is. Don't be lazy. We're here for you every week. Come on. And if you don't like it, then send me a message because I'd love to debate you. There you go. That's my favorite thing to do. Besides talking to you, Mike, I love you, dude. Thank you very much for being you and continue to do so. Everybody else, get out there. Do something good for yourself this week and be nice to everybody. Don't be a dick for one week. See what happens. I love you guys. Love you. Love you too, my dude. Peace.